What's up, everybody? Thanks again for stopping by for another edition of March 4th with Mike Bauman. I, of course, am your host, Mike Bauman, whoever you are, wherever you are listening from. Thank you so much for checking out the podcast. If you're a returning listener, I greatly appreciate your continued love and support. And if you're a brand new listener of the show, man, thank you so much for hopping aboard that pirate ship. You can follow me on Instagram at March 4th Pod, on YouTube at March 4th Pod. My website is march4th.podbean.cam. The link tree with all of my stuff is in the podcast description for this episode. So that means if you made it here, then you found us somehow. And I truly appreciate each and every one of you checking out another edition of the March 4th with Mike Bauman podcast. I hope that everybody is doing great out there. I hope that your 2024 is off to a great start, man. Uh, we're we're in the, the thick of the, the winter season here where I live in the United States in Tennessee. And uh, it's always funny, man, that first snow. People, people get a little loco. So everybody stay safe out there. Give yourself some extra time. If you got to drive to the office, you know, keep some kitty litter or some sand in your trunk, not only for a little bit of weight back there so you don't slip and slide, but also if you get stuck, hat, gloves, uh, scraper, you know, all that stuff, man. This is basic stuff, at least where, where I'm from in the Midwest, but uh, but I hope that everybody's doing well, man. I'm, I'm excited for what the year has to offer. Um, I'm just, I, I, you know, it's one of those things, man, not to get too trippy, but with numbers and everything, 24 is one of my favorite numbers. That was my favorite number that I played in when I played basketball, wore it for two years and, uh, was ended up made famous by a much, much better basketball player than I, uh, and, and one late great Kobe Bean Bryant, I digress, but, uh, but yeah, man, uh, I'm really excited for what the year, uh, has to offer. Had a great kickoff episode with my buds and Tropic Bombs. Make sure you go check out their Kickstarter. The bumper music you hear on this show is from them, and they've got an awesome new musical project and board game going on right now. It's already more than 50% funded, but they've got some cool stuff, so check them out. But yeah, man, I'm just uh, I'm really excited and really jazzed about what this year has to offer, and I hope that you are too. You know, these past few years, man, have been have been wild, as I've talked about numerous times on this show in terms of covid uh, you know, the stuff that I've gone through on a personal level with with death and loss and heartbreak. And uh, it just feels good to be in a position where you work on something, you see it grow, you make positive connections, and you just keep on keeping on, man. And that's that's what I'm trying to do. So I'm, I'm really excited as I approach my 36th year on this planet. It's It's kind of crazy, man. Um, to think about life and think about life expectancy and to think that mine is, uh, halfway halfway down the uh the hourglass there but uh but that means my glass is still half full and I got I got a lot of time left hopefully but I'm going to I'm going to one of my goals this year is to to be focused more on the present moment that quote I've seen a few times already and maybe it's a message from the universe be where your feet are that's so important man like the past is nothing but dust and memories the future isn't real cuz it's not here yet so all all we have is today as cheesy as that may sound so that's my advice to you. Not that you ask for it, but uh, just focus on what's in front of you. Focus on today. Focus on being better than you were yesterday. Don't compare yourself to anyone else. Just uh, just do what makes you happy. Work hard. Be good to people. And uh, I promise you in due time, man, you will see the fruits of your labor. Um, at least in my experience, that's been the case. So uh, 
so yeah, I hope that everybody's doing well out there. And, you know, speaking of, you know, what's on the horizon for 2024, new beginnings, pushing through grief and dark times, uh, translating negatives into positives. This week's guest, man, is like, he's, he's somebody that I have a, a lot of respect for. And, you know, one thing I love about this show is that I get a chance to connect with people from all over the world and share these conversations with you guys out there. And one thing that I really try to promote on this show is unity and the fact that we can come from different walks of life. You know, we, we can come from different socioeconomic backgrounds, different parts of the world, but there are always those common threads that, that bring us together as human beings. And one of the big ones, I think, is music. You know, music and art of any kind is, is sort of that universal language that it doesn't matter if you come from different parts of the world, you can relate on it. And uh, beyond relating on music, uh, this, this week's guest has also gone through uh, his, his fair share of tough times, and including during the pandemic, but he's using his music and his talent to translate it into a positive. He is none other than Hani Abadi. Many of you may recognize him from his metal band, By Locate. He originally is from the Middle East. He was born in actually what was then known as Yugoslavia. He now resides in the Bay Area in California. And this dude is a really awesome, kind, down-to-earth musician. Like I was talking about how music is one of those uniting factors of people around the world. Like me, he's a big Metallica fan. Grew up loving Metallica, master of puppets. And with By Locate, they've gotten to do all kinds of shows, man, in different parts of the world. And recently, at the end of November, he just released his debut full-length album, Teyamat. And uh, this this record, man, is really a great exploration in um, grief, love, loss, and just what it means to be a human, man, just the human experience. And um, I don't want to give too much away here in the intro, but we relate on a lot of these subjects. And this record is really a great journey from front to back, uh, Teyamat. If you guys aren't familiar with that meeting is, uh, that that mythology, uh, that's the primordial goddess of the sea. So again, I don't want to give too much away other than to say that, you know, in this conversation, Hani really opens up to me about, you know, the meaning of of these songs on this record, um, you know, some of the some of the subject matter that that inspired this this work um, to to go in a singer songwriter more acoustic path, you know, coming from the metal work that he does with By Locate, it's very different. It was challenging for him, but he really translated a lot of darkness that he was going through into a positive creative outlet with this record. And it's catching on with people, man. He's released numerous lyric videos and music videos. Among them, there was a claymation music video for the song My Story off of Teamat. And uh, that one has got over 21,000 views on YouTube. The music video for Dementia is uh is an ai music video that's really cool and it kind of goes through sort of like the chaotic nature of 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 that unfortunate disease that video has over thirty two thousand views and um there's there's just so many cool moments on there i i really love the the guitar part in eulogy and we talk about that but uh it's just a really great exploration on on taking darkness and translating into light through his art and we had a great conversation about metal about grief, about love, loss, and about this album, and challenging yourself and pushing through the darkness to get to the light. So without further ado, I'm going to shut my big yapper. 
and give you guys my conversation with Hani Abadi. Here it is. Hani, I, I really appreciate the time, man. Uh, I can gab with the best of them, so I promise now that I've actually hit record, I, I won't be talking as much because this is this is your story and your path in this conversation. But, uh, you know, I wanted to give you a little bit of background about myself, uh, especially with your record. I, I relate a lot to the themes on it and, and the stories behind it, man. So thank you so much for taking the time to do the show, dude. I really appreciate it. Thank you for having me. I really appreciate that. And um I'm really glad that the 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 song has resonated with you, and again, this is part of why I do music. You know, um, like as you said, you know, some of the tracks had to deal with you know death of you know immediate family for me, and during that weird period that we all experienced in a global level, so it was very hard. So um, for me doing the music was the least I could really do to immortalize them. And because I know music in a sense will outlive me. And in in that way, that's the only way I can, you know, pay my respect and tribute that to them. So, so uh, it, it, it really was the, this record is, is very personal to some extent. And, and something that I wanted to do for so long. And it took me many, many years to actually arrive at this point. Because, you know, uh, for me, I don't know if I, you know, that my uh, origins is from the, the, the Middle East. And I actually also, you know, um, I I was a basis for I'm still a basis actually for the band called Bilocate. So we do like a kind of a dark oriental metal is it's it's very completely different from what I'm doing now. So I never thought of myself like like hey I want to be a singer or just like do my whole thing. So this is for me was a very um, challenging record because I had to be um pushing beyond my comfort level yeah yeah for for people who don't know like you said you're originally from the middle east um you're born in in, in what was then yugoslavia right True. so it no longer exists on the map then they have it's in a country called now they call it north macedonia so so they changed it you know they split up into seven countries and and this whole area yeah, it's it's kind of funny, you know, like because I I was born in two regions that always had so many conflicts growing up. So, you know, the the Balkans and and even the Middle East, both of them have always been um and there's always many things going on in there. So that's a lot of it probably um has shaped who I am and shaped my views and shaped my understanding of what is really important in life which is for me now you're just looking at it is just it's always about because people think about like hey fame and i want to be doing that but i'm money and all of that but it comes down to actually you know just family and the people you care about and just 
being who you are for the people around you and and just live your life in a simple way as possible and and in a way that you want to be contributing more than taking for sure for sure yeah i mean i'm 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 going to be 36 this year and it's crazy like a a buddy of mine and i were just texting the other day how like you know he he sent me a story from a long a long time ago a picture from a night we were out and I was like, man, that feels like a lifetime ago. And he said, it, it really was, you know, because this year I'll, I'll be out of high school as many years as, as I was on this earth when I graduated from high school. Like I was 18 when I graduated and I'm, I'm going to be 18 years removed from high school this year. And the older you get, you know, the more you realize, like you said, how important it is to, um, you know, to be good to the people around you, you know, the, your family, your friends. And um, and even through COVID, I think it made a lot of people really reevaluate, myself included, you know, priorities and the things that are important to me. Not that I felt like my my life was out of whack before that, but just the emphasis on what what that's like when you can't see people, you know, or or if you do, it might be kind of dangerous. Um, but here we have so many luxuries. I feel like compared to to just my understanding of of where you're from, you know, and and. Like you said, growing up in an area like that and how it shaped you. One one thing we do have in common, Connie, is is the metal because uh, Metallica was also my gateway into heavy music. And I, I saw that you grew up with with Master of Puppets, which is I think probably for a lot of Metallica fans, maybe their their favorite record. But um but how did the heavy music grab you at, at a young age? Because I even read that by locate uh was 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 like forbidden in your hometown. So it was right it's for you to like play that music which a lot of people here i they they have no idea in the states what that's like to have that kind of like you know hey it's dangerous to do this you know i mean it's as i reflect because many years have passed and you kind of like make your peace with it but i just as i reflect on it it just it just it's crazy at the time you know because you're still young at that period and like the way I think um, we were introduced to music is through my bandmates at the time, Ramsey and uh, his brother Wasim. Their brother, I believe, was in the U.S. and he had like cassettes from like Metallica and Pink Floyd. And that's how we got introduced to these things. And so when I'm using the word cassettes now, I feel like I'm a dinosaur. And <laughs> so so it's the... Um, it's the medium that we used to listen to music to because there was no radios there's nothing that's and and that's the only way you can get to the music and with that is you burn the cassette it's just like on repeat and it's just like it's it's the music itself it's it just it's hard to describe because you know it, it's it it resonates with you and especially given where we are and you're looking around and you just because most of the time you know especially in uh in georgia all the middle east most of the, the pop songs or they say that that the, in arabic is that they talk about themes that are around love and all of that so it, it wasn't like something that a very you know it, it, this was very completely different you know it's it's much deeper there's stories, there's things that there's things that I gravitate towards because at that time I used to read a lot 
whenever I had, you know, from the library and, you know, just you trying to have another way of escaping where you are. And even um, like, for example, you know, having a long hair in there, it was like a big deal. So I had to hide my, my, my hair under a cap all the time. And, and wearing a black shirt with a band, it was like, it's, it's, it's insane because you are, you will be labeled Sethans. So I, I remember, you know, like having like an Iron Maiden shirt. So it doesn't make it feel any good. I think so. Or or if you want to have one of Cradle of Filth, for example, those like no way you will be able to walk around with these. So you're like, it was from hell. Yeah, you're wearing it. And they're like, you literally these are probably, you know, like handover it's just like you're buying it from a dude who wear it for probably three years and you just like it just circles around <laughs> the yeah. one shirt so it's it's just not like there's I, I think there was like few places that they tried to get music into jordan but usually through cassettes and it's all underground and um so it's it it, it was it, it just it's not like now you know you just uh, you you can stream whatever you want is you really have to to dig around to find good music so i i'm i'm fortunate enough because it kind of makes a different listener because you you know when you listen to the album you kind of dissect every thing in it you kind of like you get the first round, the second, the third, and then you start, you know, like, you know, it just like when you have this aha moment, oh, I haven't heard this part before, even though you heard it like a thousand times, it's just like one thing that it's in the background, you're going to just like, oh, and now you're hearing it. So it's it's gonna like, it, it has its blessing, I believe, you know. So it, it was, um, it was a very weird time for us. And and as I said, being labeled with satanisms and had even we weren't able to play music in there. And we had our some of our shows canceled by authority. And even there's a possibility of being imprisoned for that. So it's it just as I reflect on it now, it's just like a science fiction, you know, with all the newspaper writing nonsense which is so weird like the parties of these satanists were drinking cat bloods or whatever you know they can come up with so it's just it's science fiction but the society buys that so yeah it's it's wild man like i i um so i was i was born and i was born in 88 but as i got into heavier music um when I when I was like around like nine, ten, eleven, my my big brother Brandon was was really into like Metallica and Corn and everything that was going on in the in the mid nineties and even the early nineties. You know the Seattle scene with Alice in Chains and Soundgarden and Pearl Jam and Nirvana and all that. But um, but but as I got older, I started to become more aware of what you're talking about. Like the here in the states, they called it the Satanic Panic. You know where they were labeling people and. And then, the, sadly, there was even uh, um, um, a, a murder that happened of some some little boys. I, I'm trying to remember the state. I think it might have been Arkansas, and they pinned it on these mm. guys. The West Memphis – I think it was the West Memphis Three, they called them. 
because they were like the metal guys in town. And it later came out years later that they, they ended up being exonerated because of like new technology and DNA evidence and whatnot. And so it's pretty wild, you know, but, but what you're talking about is like another level. That's why I made the joke of like, people probably looked at you like, Oh, they actually got that shirt from the devil himself. Because it's like, it, when you're talking a, a country where you don't have the same kind of freedoms, even that we have here, like, here you could still buy that stuff. There might be certain religious communities that are more strict or obviously certain, you know, households. Um, in a weird way, the parental advisory sticker, I think, actually became like a badge of honor for the, you know, kids who were like, no, I don't want the clean version. I want the, right. I want the. Give me the good ones. <laughs> yeah. But it's, uh, but it's wild even today how I feel like music and entertainment is kind of like the easy target for blaming more um psychological issues that go on with people or like you said you know books are a form of um escapism and even here in the states we have like book banning that still goes on and it's they it's like art is a form of escape and i feel like the well-adjusted people you know they're they're not going to look at certain themes whether it's like iron maidens the number of the beast that's not going to make them want to go worship the devil. Like you said, that maybe if they really want to learn those cool bass parts in there, or they want to learn that riff or, you know, that they're going to, they're going to appreciate the music and the imagery for what it is, which is, which is art and fantasy and not getting people to rally and, you know, you know, uh, hold black masses and stuff. But, um, but kudos to you guys for having the guts to still do what you love to do, man, because I think that just shows your love for music because, um, you know, here people might raise their eyebrows or you might get some bad press, but you still have the freedom to do it. You don't have to worry about going to going to jail. That's really gnarly, man. Well, I, I guess in a, in a sense, it's it kind of worked in our favor because you start looking, you know, on different avenues. Like, what can I do? It's like it kind of pushed us as a band at time or even like hey, like, we need to be playing outside the country. Let's go and, like, where we can play in other different countries. And that's, you know, that push is what made us perform and even be able to tour Europe and playing in festivals and all of that. So it kind of, you, 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 you just cannot complain that, hey, I cannot do it. Everybody is just like the whole society is against me and play that card it doesn't work because you need to to even figure out because even for i remember even the our first record uh sudden death syndrome um we were working on the album and at that time we were listening to opeth um the the album uh i forgot the name i think it's 2005 I, it's not crossing my mind but at that point i was you know reading the 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 the, um, the the you know like who's the, the where was mixed and mastered and all of that so it was you know by Jens Bogren in, in Sweden and and I was telling the guys hey I want this guy to be doing our album and they were all laughing like what are you talking about like you're crazy so and and the days rolled and I able I was able to reach out to the guy and sent him our stuff and he liked it and he said like i want to do it and uh and we end up you know working with them and even that track i i think it has resonated with a lot of people because 
he was able to bring it to live and uh it's even i think one of the top 100 records i think on metal storm you know of all time so it's it's it it shows like you have to always you know like don't let anything stop you always dream big and act big and you you can achieve whatever you set your mind to do there's nothing is impossible you know whatever the circumstances are i always believe there's always somebody out there who has it worse than me so i should count my blessings that's a great way of looking at it man and it's and it's even inspiring to hear you say that especially like at the beginning of a new year when people are going to be listening to this i think that's really awesome and and you guys have done a lot of cool stuff with Bilocate too, right? I mean, you've played numerous festivals. I mean, are are there um, are there any that stick out? Because I know, like, the the European festivals, especially with metal, I I just feel like the appreciation for it, you know, overseas is is like, I mean, I even think about one of my favorite bands like Alter Bridge and the audience that they have in like the UK and stuff. That's just they play like Wembley Arena and stuff over there. I mean, what were what what were you know what have been some of the the high watermarks I guess you could say for for biolocate are there any that stick out for, to you over the years? I mean I would trying to remember I think um, we had this uh, one of our first festivals actually international was in Lithuania I think it was like in a, a Devil Stone so even the name <laughs> worked well. So I think that was, you know, was very interesting uh, because, you know, it was our first appearance, I think, outside and and our music, because it has a, a lot of oriental touch to it. So the people wouldn't, didn't, ex didn't know what to expect and it kind of got really wild. So they, and it, it, it's, it's really, there's something about, you know, performing, um for thousands of people and that whole collective energy that comes around it they just like and because for me i'm especially you know playing on the bass i kind of i become in my own world kind of like i'm not like i like i'm head banging in the air so to speak <laughs> so but that's how i like i kind of embrace myself in and in, 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 in that so i think that would be the, the one of the ones that I I I were memorable because you know we get to meet a lot of cool people that we even still know till today. So it's, this is another aspect to it. It's just like you go to this place like out of nowhere and you kind of end up meeting others and it just you see how that's the the beauty about metal by itself or the the music is the way it kind of breaks down everything because we both like the same music good you're my brother that's it it just yeah. has that kind of a you know there's no it's just like you you're ready there's no barriers because it's it's very hard especially nowadays i, I guess you know as people get more isolated there there's no more personal interaction it becomes hard and hard even to like yeah communicate for I, I guess for the for the newer generation so for us it's very important to, to to have that instant connection and just be yourself talk and that's it and you're just having that commonality it helps a lot 
and breaking down all all any any um, misconceptions you may have for sure well i i think that's cool that um you know you were able to to kind of I, i don't know if this is the right way to say it but like kind of break out of uh that that bubble where you're being accused of being a Satanist and you and you're doing what you love to do and you're an endorsed bassist which right which is that's awesome you know what I mean that shows the the work that you've put in on, on the instrument um and 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 to be able to to play these festivals and stuff that's that's really awesome man so I I, I congratulate you I mean you're like the embodiment of what you said of chasing your dreams and that's that's why I love doing this show um so how how long have you been in the states now, Hani? Like, cause you're you're in the Bay Area, right? Yes, um, I've been here since like 2019. I think I came around June, and after that, you know, I was welcomed with a pandemic. So, <laughs> so I don't like- know if I should count the pandemic period even like because i i kind of think of that period as like it doesn't even exist because it's just there's nothing happened but i'm I'm actually i managed to to compose most of my music and write them at that period but so so yeah i'm hitting my uh it just runs fast it's almost like four or five years now are we hitting yeah so you came you came right before the the apocalypse unfortunately yeah but like you said, you you created this this record, um, and and again, it, please let me know if I'm if I'm not saying it correctly. But is it Tiamat? Is that how you say it? Tiamat, yes. And Tiamat. Yeah. And from what I looked up, it it's the mythology of that, right? Uh, it's mm-hmm. like a, it's like a primordial goddess of like the sea, kind of like if you're going through. Is it like if you're going through darkness or like on this trek? Am I am I? Yeah, so I, I think for me, uh, when I, when it came to naming the album and even the artwork, I because it's she's a Mesopotamian, you know, goddess. But what I like to do, even with the music and, and writing, is I I don't want to be having things that are very direct and easy to. Uh, you know, it's just like very direct message because I want everybody to have their own experience and what they can make out of it. It's like, for example, even like the um, the artwork is very simple. And I wanted it to be very simple and to have this even bright green color because it could embodies who we are because we can be as a person, we could be very sound and good but on the inside, we could be breaking into a thousand pieces. Yeah. So, so these the kind of things that and 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 even being the goddess of the sea and a destruction, all the primordial is who we are in essence. It's just like we are a collective of of many things that makes us who we are as a human being. So it's um. It's it's very complex being a human being. If you want to just look at it, it's 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 a very interesting how we develop and how we think and how we evolve and how we look at the world. And sometimes, you know, and I think the pandemic itself showed the collective experience 
in a very bizarre way. Yeah, for sure, man. Yeah, I mean, it's um, you know, in in reading some of the the meanings uh behind some of the songs that that were that were more direct, like like dementia, um, is about your your grandfather, right? Um, and uh, you know, my story about kind of what it's like going through a broken heart, and the music videos for those uh, people listening listen to the rest of our conversation uh but definitely check out the music videos afterwards because um dementia is a really cool ai vid um the last time i looked it had like thirty thousand views um and it's kind of like the the chaos involved in 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 that disease sadly but um and then my story was really cool because it was it was claymation which which took me back to to being a kid growing up in the nineties, man. And some of the stuff that I used to watch with my siblings and that one's got like 19,000 views, but beyond the views and stuff, um, I really liked eulogy too. Um, that one has a cool, correct me if I'm wrong because you're the musician, but it kind of mm. gave me kind of like a proggy vibe with the guitar sort of towards the end. Um, I, I really enjoyed that, but this whole record, um, it's uh it's a really good front to back listen man i i really feel like this is a good time capsule for you know not only what like grief and that journey i i feel like means for you but just um even when i read what what tayamat you know the meaning behind that like it kind of it kind of you can kind of visualize just sort of being on the open water and like you know treading the sea and going through you know the, this journey um from front to back that you take people on man and um Dementia and my story were a couple of my favorites, but I, I, I loved uh, eulogy as well. But, um, but yeah, man, it's, um, I think, I think this, this music for you, um, just as a listener, as somebody who's a fan of music and knowing that you, we, we share that heavy music love. It, it's, it's cool to see you branch out and do like, uh, more of a singer songwriter, deep kind of, um, acoustic -y, you know, vibe, um, but uh, but yeah, man, that's just that. I don't even know if there's a question in there, but it was a good it was a good front front to back listen. Um, and and so you know you you deserve all your flowers for that debut, man. Thank you. Actually, yeah, it's uh, I mean, uh, dementia is for me. Uh, I I wanted to try to capture his point of view. How does he sees the world? You know how how it is to be in that state, and it's 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 in and getting it to that it's it's especially when you when you know the person and you just see them how they kind of decay. It's it's heartbreaking by itself, and I I and it's it's it was a very intense for me even to come up with the you know like writing and singing them because the how can i translate that in a way that it's because i'm not trying to to make it like a pop and dry like how well where's my hook yeah yeah it it doesn't work that way if you are in this in that state it's you you, you don't think of it and it's like how can i make it like a single type of thing you know like it's just chasing that no i just wanted to make it something like more of um because unfortunately now it's more of a like everything is a single driven everything is a more of a ep or something so having this 
embodied work that works as collectively as a as what are we as a human being? You know, it's just it has to be processed in that way. So I, I try to to capture, you know, how it goes and in in his you know lens, so to speak. And even for my story, the um, because it's something that when I write something, I want to write something that we all at some at some level experience. And having that is kind of because uh, there are so many great songs out there that you kind of listen to them forever. And then one day you are in a certain state and you listen to it and it's almost like a new song. Yeah. Because the the letters just are the, the the lyrics speaks to you in in a different way all of a sudden. It just like it describes me in a in a way. So this one things that I, I wanted to 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 capture and even eology, that one is a is a hard song for me because it's a tribute to my uh, late grandmother who uh, died from cancer and I happened to be here in the state. So, um, and I couldn't even travel to, uh, you know, to the funeral. And uh, I had even to wake up like in the middle of the night and uh, watch that funeral over a phone. So it's 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 a it's a very intense song for me, and even the uh, falling leaf song it talks as well about uh, my uh, brother-in-law father was a good friend of mine who passed away to COVID the disease. So it's it was a very hard period, you know, just like there's so many things happening, and as I said early on, it just this is my way of, you know, giving back to them because we, because I believe every person that we meet throughout our journey on earth, in some way, they imprint something within us. It's just any interaction that we have, however, how small it is, it just, you carry it with you, whether you like it or not, because it goes into your memory and, you, and therefore all these people that you have met in your life, they, you kind of have them in your memory, even if you don't access to them immediately, but in a way you are carrying them with you. So this is kind of a concept that I kind of look at it is how, how complex we are as a human being when you start really just digging the experiences that we have. So, and as you said about, because I'm trying to... Um, reflect on what you've just said you know especially you know with using the acoustic so this was a decision that i i intentionally did because i want to create um, an album that it's not only to challenge myself musically because this is as a musician you need to challenge yourself beyond your comfort and because as i said you know i wasn't i'm you know my main instrument is bass so I wasn't like, you know, singer and I would, you know, put myself as a, as a guitarist, but still, you know, I, I was able to be, to come, to do all of that 
and push beyond because I don't want to do something that it's um and especially you know the music that I'm doing I want to do even something else but still have all that influences helping me in creating that record that could you know it's not yeah how to say that is it's not like you know I want to make um metals you know like an album or I don't want to be making a like a folk or just like I just let it be however the I let the music lead the way in in the creation and that's why it's um it had this wide spectrum musically well honey I I want to say man in response to that I um I'm really sorry for your loss genuinely all the losses man um and and um I can I can relate in some ways um you know, and, and I'm glad that you had a, a creative outlet that you're able to channel that, um, you know, because I, I think it's so important, whether it's music or, you know, art of any kind, drawing, painting, um, all of those things are really therapeutic. And, uh, you know, I didn't I didn't uh, I didn't lose my grandpa during covid, but um, it, it was um, 12 years ago. September 1st that he passed. Actually, I still wear his necklace every single day. I actually keep a, a picture of him and my grandmother who who recently passed in August when I do um, all these podcasts because I just I like keep, keep them around. You know what I mean? And uh, so so dementia listening to that one was um, and I listened to the record a couple of times before doing this, but he he suffered from the same thing at the end and so like what, what you're talking about where you know you, you see this person you see him struggling with it like I, I remember one time helping my grandpa in their condo, um, you know, help cleaning them up after after a shower and stuff. And and there was there was a moment where I I, I looked into his eyes and I could see him in there. But I, I I think it's one of the first and only times I've looked at a human being and been like, this this is a case. You know what I mean? Like he's he's trapped in this thing, you know. And that's like. Like just, I don't know that I've even said that out, out loud to a lot of people, but, but I, I know you can probably relate to that, man. So it's, it's tough. You know, he was, he's a big part of my life and I, I have his middle name, um, that, or my middle name rather is his name, Victor. And so, um, I, I appreciate that, that you were able to, uh, to channel it into a positive way with, with the record and, and even the other songs and, and the people that you mentioned, man, I, I'm really sorry for your loss and, and and during COVID, I went through uh um I went through a breakup and I uh and then I I had uh numerous people um pass away like kind of in my periphery in 2021. So so when I tell you when I listen to this with a, with with like a different ear, um you know I I I I appreciate the fact that you were able to channel all that man um you know because like for me having this podcast having this medium as a form of escape it's so important. And um, it's a much healthier alternative, right? Music or uh, any art form than than some of the the uh, you know whether it's substance abuse or other things that people turn to just because they don't know how to cope. Because like you said, we're complicated creatures, you know. Um, so yeah, it's a long way of saying, man. I'm I'm really sorry for your losses, but I I appreciate that you were able to translate it into something that was meaningful for you. Challenge yourself, like you said, step outside the metal realm and 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 do this. So, kudos, man. I, I I'm I'm really sorry for your loss as well, and um, and that's one of the reasons why I 
creating music and being um honest with it in terms of like making it as however you feel it because that's how you can resonate with others because we uh we as humans we more or less we're all the same you know we, whether in you are in the u.s you are in anywhere in this planet we all have the same things you know like go down to the basics we all have our loved ones we all have you know whether it's kids parents neighbors we all in a sense we are all similar so we in a way we all go almost to some extent similar experiences and it's 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 that's that's very important to 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 have that um that you're not alone out there and have that things as a solace and kind of a a, a way to to connect with the people around and that's my goal is to have everybody being remembered in a positive way and to thank them for their guidance and for their you know because they have affected me throughout my life and I'm, for that I'm very grateful for them and I um I'm sure you know um as I even like uh in I think in neology uh I'll be waiting to meet you again so I kind of look this is despite all of that is just you kind of still kind of think of them in their best way that's how you you, you imprint them in your head and you kind of like having that kind of um, hope that you have that the afterlife with them and you, you kind of meet them so it, 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 i'm trying to give that message of hope underlining all of that pain yeah it's it's a it's a really it's a really beautiful way to to to, to go about it man you know and i always and i feel like um you know but like the the people who pass are always with us you know um that that energy is still around you know i i guess not to get too too trippy or spiritual but just since we're talking about this and i feel like you can can relate like you know connecting connecting with that energy is is important you know like i still talk to my grandpa some people listen to this might think that sounds crazy but i do i still whenever i i'm having a a low point or i feel like uh I'm lost trying to figure things out. I, I feel like calling on him is kind of a way to, you know, recenter. And, and I believe, I believe that in that, in that energy, you know, in, in the mind is a powerful thing. You know, you can, I, with my anxiety, I can go down a lot of rabbit holes. Like you said, we're complicated creatures, but, but, you know, I think when you can kind of get away from the noise of life, you know, and, and whether you can use something kind of meditative, whether it's music or, you know, exercise, whatever it may be, you know, um, those are things that kind of, kind of help me still connect with, with, uh, like him or like my grandma who, who passed, uh, in August, you know, um, yeah, that's the they're, they're a big part of your life, you know what I mean? And they're, um, you know, that energy is always, that's always around and they're in, in their, in your memory. Like even today, I still, uh, uh, I don't have one for my grandpa, but I still have a couple of voicemails, um, from my grandma and my phone, 
you know, and today was, I, I, I don't know if it's just kind of serendipitous doing this episode with you and the, in the theme of your record, but, um, I, I checked my voicemail for some reason. And I, I went back and listened to a message earlier today, uh, from my grandma. And it's kind of, you know, even that, like hearing somebody's voice again, you know what I mean? It's, 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 um, they're, they're always still around, you know? So I, I, I think, uh, I think people who can relate to those themes of loss and we all can, right. Cause none of us get out of this thing alive, you know, um, there, everything has a finality to it in life and death is part of life. Right. But, um, um, again, I, I, I've said it a few times, but I mean it, man, I think it's really cool that you were able to channel it through, through music and to do something different than what you've, what you've normally done in terms of, in terms of metal and, and heavier stuff. I think it's cool. Did you, did you play piano on this one too, in addition to the guitar or? Um, no, for the, for the piano part, I, you know, because for, for the drums and the piano on some other ethnic instruments, I, I elected to, um, to work with other musicians because I know my limitation and I know like I can do the piano, but it wouldn't be doing justice to the songs. So it's best to kind of like, the things where I feel like I I need contributions from others so I have worked with um, Quinn I think from um, he was he's French Japanese he's like he lived in Japan but he's French um, Eduardo Sinatra is in Portugal I have also you know even for the my story I have worked with um, there's a female and male vocalist in the back background and the reason why i wanted that because it's not my story it's our story so having those two sounds coming in the, the i i wanted to emphasize that it's the song is not about me it's about us it's about you and all of us who go through it so so there was um so they're from you know Venezuela and Argentina. I had um the uh, uh, the wanderer and um kiss of steel those ethnic instruments were done by Max from Ukraine. So it, it had um, some uh, other people that contributed to to this record. And for them, I'm very grateful because their contribution brought more depth to the record. And uh, although, you know, I uh, I think I spent over a year with Eduardo, the drummer, going through this stuff because I wanted very specific things. So um, I want to take this chance to uh, to to thank him for for his patience. But I guess it paid off. The well, in the time we have left, honey, and and thank you again so much, man, for taking the time to do this. I I really appreciate it, man. Um, you know, as as somebody who who's you know dealt with the losses that you've dealt with that that you go through on on this record um is is there any any um advice that that you you could give or be willing to give maybe to people out there who who are struggling with similar things whether it's death whether it's a uh, a loss of love you know things that that helped you in that grieving process and in that healing process beyond you know putting it into the music um is the best way is to you know although you know we it's not like to be in a spiritual way but 
although we as a bodies you know it, it decays but the souls may live on so i kind of try to think of them in that way it just the way you frame it is there they might not be physically present but they are still out there and and having that thought it's just like although you know i don't see them physically but they are out there for me watching over me and i can you know like connect with them in you know any way i could see fit and that's way of thinking makes it to think of death in a different way to think of it in a it's not it's not the end it's just like the beginning of something else so it's just trying to kind of make it in a in a way that I can cope with that because I understand pain is is very powerful. It can lead you in an undesirable path, and it can take you really out there. And and that's one of the reasons, like you know, you said, like people sometimes can turn into substance and all of that. But the way I think of it is like, how can I do justice to them? How can I make them proud of me? That's not the path they want me to be. Although you know, like they're not around but i have to be the best of me and i have to uh kind of present that for the next generation as well so this um cycle of life continues in a in a good direction yeah and, and you said something and thank you for sharing that honey and you said something earlier that stuck with me too about how we're all you know and and, and you would know you know better than me as somebody who's who's lived in, in in different parts of the world you know um but i think deep down like we all do want the same things and that's why it bums me out when i see a lot of the stuff going on today where it's like like you said if people actually just sat in a room together and talked like we're talking you know which is why i love doing doing this podcast so much and i don't mean that in a self-righteous way like oh look at me like i'm you know barbara walters or something like i don't mean it like that but i just mean you know when you connect with people like metal is something that you and I have in common. It doesn't matter that, that, you, you know, you were born in Yugoslavia and I was born in Ohio in, in the United States, you know what I mean? And um, regardless of religious beliefs or any of that stuff, man, or spirituality, if, if people could find the things that, that connect them, you know, and, and the older I get, um, I think that's really important. You know, um, people, people, people remember how you make them feel, you know, um, there's a quote that stuck with me a long time ago. Like people forget what you did. They'll forget what you said, but they'll always remember how you made them feel. And I think mm -hmm. it to a degree, that's true. I mean, granted, there's some times where people really wrong you and you're like, I'll never forget what they said or did, <laughs> but how people make you feel sticks with you good or bad, man. And, um, I think it's important for people if they can get to that place where they realize they're, they're all connected and even what you just, you know, what you said about death, kind of reframing it, you know, that it's not, it's not the end. It's the beginning of a new journey. And, and these people are still around. And, um, you know, in your case, you're, you're able to immortalize them even further in music, which, which like you said, lives on, you know, and that's the beautiful thing about, about music is it's, it's, it's always going to be around. So, um, so sure. yeah, I think, I think that's really cool. And that's, that's why the theme of the show March 4th means means a lot to me about persevering and moving forward because like you said we're we're complicated humans are complicated you know um and and I think it's important to talk about these things even the darker things because so many people shelve that and I feel like even from personal experience you can only you can only shove that down for so long before it explodes in some way or another and it's better to have something like 
you know, like for, for us, like heavy music, like for me, that's always been a positive release of negative emotion, you know, or, um, you know, like I, like I've said a few times in this conversation, art of any form, it kind of helps process all that stuff. But, um, but I think that's, that's, that's definitely something that's uh, poignant to share about reframing depth, you know, cause it's, it's hard to do when you're in it, you know, cause you miss that person, you know, or even, even like a, the loss of a relationship, you know, um, like you said, those people are burned into your memory, but if you can reframe it, that's, that's an important piece to, to how you move forward. It takes time. Yeah, I, as I say, you know, it's, it's usually hard to, to think when you are in the midst of it, but, you know, just give yourself grace. And, you know, when you have the moment to reflect, you can start reflecting positively. So I, I, I completely, uh, understand you know the uh, how hard it is for us to to deal with all these things that life throws at us and even things that you cannot even expect and you know one day we're all good the next day you're just like at the bottom of the pit so it, it's just part of that whole journey so it's just we need to embrace it and as you said you know they're having that leaving that positive impression on other people and making them you know treat them as as humans i mean that's how simple as it goes it just peers it just like they are no different from you and in this way it's the, the just being yourself, I think that's that's very important. Just yeah, presenting that it will that authenticity will 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 radiate because there's not a facade that you know that you're trying to put on. For sure. Well, well, honey, I think that's a I think that's a a great a great place to to put a button on this man. I again, uh, I I want everybody listening uh, to check out Teamot. Uh, it's a, a great great listen front to back, and um, you know, especially if, you know whether you're fan, you know, people who are fans of music, but 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 you know, people who who maybe are going through some darker times right now. I think it'll be it'll be a good listen, but, uh, it, but it's a good listen regardless, man. And, and, and shout out to the, to the other musicians that you worked with on it. Cause it, it's, it's really cool. Um, front to back listen, man. Um, and like I said, eulogy, even though it's a, you know, it's a, it's a harder one like that, that one kind of stuck out to me. I, I'm a big fan of guitar too. And I, I think kind of that froggy guitar part was, was, was really cool. It kind of resonated with me, but, um, but yeah, I, I really appreciate connecting with you, honey. Uh, I hope it's, it's you know, we'll do more of these in the future. And I guess just on that note, you know, for people who aren't aware of what you're doing, let them know where they can find you out there. I'll put the links in the podcast description, but uh, let them know where they can find you and, you know, maybe what you've got, you know, on deck in 2024 musically. Thank you. First of all, I want to take this chance to, to thank you, Mike, you know, for, for giving me this chance to and to have this conversation uh, you know it's it's not easy conversations uh, especially when we are are dealing with such a heavy topics and and even the music having that is it's it's a not an easy journey by itself but 
we have to some of us have to do that is just whether it's for ourselves or for others because we, we sometimes you feel you ought to do that for them um so thank you again for for, for this uh, wonderful conversation i and i look forward to for the other ones as you know the years progress and the journey continues because i am already working on the next material um so hopefully we'll be able to get some music out in 24 let's see how it goes you know with that um and people you know could find me uh my main website is haniabadi.com so it's h-a-n-i-a-b-a-d-i.com and you can you know from there you can look me up on all the social it's honey about music mostly the handlers and i look forward to connecting with everybody and um as i always say you know don't be a stranger so hit me up send me a message comment and if i'm around i'll definitely catch up with you because i you know i i like to have that shared experience with everybody so thank you again and thanks for the listening who stuck around to listen to this podcast. Well, Hani, thanks again so much, man, for giving me an hour of your time, especially uh, uh, no worries. Being, a, being a couple hours time zone difference. Uh, I really appreciate it. I really enjoyed the record and uh, definitely keep in touch, man, for real. Thank you. Appreciate it. Righty dighty, there you have it. That was my conversation with Hani Abadi. Make sure you go follow him on Instagram at Hani Abadi Music, and that is spelled H A N I A B A D I. His website is haniabadi.com. The links to all of his stuff will be in the podcast description for this episode. So just scroll down to the bottom of that podcast description, hit those links. And go follow and support Hani. Once again, his debut full-length album, Tayamat, is out now everywhere where you get your music. I just want to say thank you so much again directly to Hani for taking the time to come on the podcast and share your story and your musical journey with myself and the listeners, man. You know, I, I related a lot to the record. As I told you, you know, um, you know, my grandfather passed away when I was 23 years old. I still wear his necklace every single day. Um, you know, and me doing this podcast has a lot to do with him just, just, you know, in terms of, uh, how I treat people, how I talk with people and communicate with people. I learned a lot from my grandfather, man. I've, I've got a picture of him and my grandma, uh, may they both rest in peace. She just passed in August. Um, and, and, and they were both such loving and involved people with myself and, and all of my cousins, you know, all their grandkids and their kids, man. And, uh, you know, my grandpa suffered from dementia at the end, and it's uh, it's a terrible, terrible thing, man, to see somebody, you know, be a literal and figurative shell of themselves, you know, and, and to see his consciousness trapped inside a, a physical body that was aging and, and falling apart. Um, but then to have, you know, your memory and your speech and your recall of things be affected, uh, it's it's tough, man. It's tough. Um, and I also, my, my, my grandma bomb and my dad's mom, uh, who, who also has, has, uh, since passed, she, she passed away in, in, I believe it was October of 2021, right, right in the thick of COVID. Um, she suffered from dementia at the end. And, uh, 
it's really tough, man. It's it's a very difficult thing. But, you know, to translate a negative and a positive, you know, when you look at what Hani did with Teamat, uh, what I'm doing with this podcast, you know, it's it's that's what this this theme of of this show is all about. March fourth, perseverance, moving forward, taking those negative things, those those dark things and and you know, translating them into something positive and getting to the light. And uh, Hani did an amazing job with this record. Um, I know it was challenging for him, as you guys heard in that conversation. You know, it's definitely a big switch up from, you know, the metal music he makes and by Locate, but uh, it came out awesome, man. It really takes you on a journey. And um, again, when you learn more about uh, the meaning of Tiamat, you know, the primordial goddess of the sea, it's just, it's it's like a really cool front to back listen, man. So once again, please go check out Tiamat available everywhere where you get your music there's a lot of cool music videos up on youtube and lyric videos that hani's put out as well and go check out his work and buy locate man if you love to headbang if you love metal check it out man but uh, i want to say thank you once again hani for taking the time man it was great talking with you please keep in touch i also want to give a big shout out and big thanks to johnny zirkel over at high road publicity man johnny has been a huge supporter of this show he sends me a lot of great artists like hani and uh, it's really cool to be able to connect with people in a positive way and be at a point now where, you know, I've got I've got really good people out there in the music uh, PR end of things like like Johnny, who who are supporting the show, man. And uh, make sure you go check out the Wildfires Project. Uh, Johnny, Johnny's a, a dope musician and audio en- engineer himself. But uh, but yeah, man. And, and thank you to all of you who, who take the time to check out the show. If you're a first time listener, if you're if you're a fan or friend of Hani or by locate and uh, or of Tiamat and and um, you know specifically you know Hani's name and music and uh, his career to this point has led you here thank you so much for checking out the show it's always great to have new people on the pirate ship and if you did like what you heard even though I hate begging for this stuff man if you take the time to like and subscribe you don't miss a beat with the show uh, if you take the time to leave a rating and a review either on Apple or Spotify tell a friend to tell a friend interact with the posts that I put up on social media when I put these episodes out on Instagram at March 4th pod, all those things go a really long way in helping the show get out to more people. And ultimately that's what I want, man. You know, I want more people to find out about great artists like Hani, you know, who, who are, you know, really exemplifying, you know, what the show's all about. March 4th, persevere, move forward, chase your dreams. And, um, you know, and again, I, I just can't stress enough how important it is to, to unite with people, you know, um, as you guys heard, man, you know, we come from completely different walks of life, but that thing that unites us, that thing that, that tears down those barriers, uh, as Hani even said is music, you know, um, and especially metal music, man, you know, we're loyal to the soil. Metal fans are some of the most loyal, uh, energetic fans that exist of any genre of music. Uh, and I'm not just saying that because I'm a metal fan. It's true. Uh, you know, we buy the merch, we buy the albums, we go to the shows, you know what I mean? Uh, heavy music has gotten through, gotten me through a lot of really dark times, but I'm a fan of all music, and um, it was really cool to listen to this record and hear, you know, like I said, more of an acoustic singer-songwriter type vibe. You know, um, Jar of Flies from from Alice in Chains is one of my favorite records, and they're, they're a you know, heavier band that has a lot of dark subject matter, and, you know, that EP had a real, you know, acoustic-y, um, you know, more introspective vibe, I would say, you know, um, you know, it's, it's not as in your face as some of their other, their other records, uh, some of the, some of their other songs, man, but, uh, you know, Nutshell's probably my favorite Alice in Chains song, 
Um, so just to relate it to Hani and, and, you know, the metal work that he does in Biolocate in this record, I kind of liken it to that, you know what I mean? Where, you know, you have bands that are so gifted that they can, they can, you know, present you uh, music that's more fierce, more, more aggressive, more in your face, but then they can switch it up and do things that are, are more introspective and more heady um, and really, really take you on, um, on that type of journey. You know what I mean? So it's a great front to back. Listen, go check out Tayamat. And uh, once again, please follow Hani on Instagram at Hani Abadi Music. And his website is HaniAbadi.com. Once again, you can follow me on Instagram at March4thPod, on YouTube at March4thPod. My website, March4thPodbean.com, is in the links to the podcast description as well. So thank you to everybody, once again, sincerely, man, who's, who's rocking and rolling with me with this show. Um, I'm just really grateful. I'm really grateful for, for, for everybody, and I'm grateful for my life. And uh, I'm really excited about what 2024 has in store. And uh, this was a, another another great episode um, that, once again, just exemplifies what this show and, and what the meaning of March 4th is all about. So on that note, I'm going to wrap things up officially. Keep the faith and be kind to one another. Courtesy of Hani, off of Teamat. here is the song, Take It Away. Peace. <laughs> Yeah.